This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. This is The Drive with A.D. and Rav on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. It's Drive 93.7 AD and RAF. We're here on this Monday. I was thinking over the commercial break, and I'm thinking that they leave the black shirts in the lockers. I, I just think that's a game we don't want to get back into. Even give O'Shawn and Tommy their two black shirts, get them up to 11, and take to practice. And like, AD, I don't know if you felt if you had any flashbacks, but I kept on having this flashback back to the spring game. Mm-hmm. And what was the one thing at the spring game that we saw? No tackling. And exactly. Alabama, they run their spring game, they run tackling. I understand that they can be like, well, in the spring, we we are tackling in practices and stuff like that. But from my experiences playing football, playing a practice and going full speed and playing in front of a stadium with a crowd, it's just a different, it's a different animal. And I just think that Nebraska really missed out by not taking that opportunity with having, you know, 50,000 people in the crowd watching. I don't know if you feel that way too, AD. If, I'm, I'd assume, you know, when you played, you get more amped up when the, when the fans are watching. I know that's the way I was every time I played. You know, and, and obviously the fans play a huge factor. You know, adrenaline, having people watch you, et cetera. But at the end of the day, man, you got to tackle whether there's 50,000 people in the stands or there's five. Because, you, again, I'll, and this just sounds so rudimentary, but it's so true. You play like you practice, you practice like you play. So regardless if there's five people in the stands, whether it's 65,000, whether you're in Ireland, whether you're in Iowa, you still have to play with a lot of intensity. And that just didn't – we just didn't see that uh, consistently enough on Saturday, man. We just didn't. You know, and even 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 the onside kick part, which will get you I – mean, that's been the thing that's overshadowed everything because that was the most head-scratching call. But how does that still prevent Nebraska six possessions from even making it past the 43-yard line of, of Northwestern? There were still six possessions we had left, and we still had a four-point lead. Now, do you make that call at that time with 9 9 in the third quarter? No. Especially when you're up 14 points, you have all the momentum in the world. Um, you just don't make that call. However, on the, on the other side of that is this. We still had the ball six more times, did not pass their 43-yard line. So there's so many things that need to be addressed, which, like I said, we'll see. Time will tell on it. And, you know, of course, I'm ble- I bleed red until I die. No matter how frustrated I get, no matter how mad I get, I'm always going to love my beloved Huskers. It's just bottom line. I'm, that's, I'm never going to stray from that. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with being pissed off. 
There's nothing wrong with criticizing. Because I look at this. A program that no longer has fans that criticize, within reason, all right, Mm -hmm. you reach a point called apathy. When a program, I don't care if it's football, basketball, what sport it is, a relationship, whatever it may be, when apathy comes into where you just don't care at all, then you have a problem. That's when you have a problem. So when people are complaining and stuff like that, it's part of it. And then you hear the thing, you hear the remark, well, these are just 18, 20-year-old kids. We get that. But this is also big-time college football. So it's not take, it's not personally attacking a person or attacking a kid or something like that. But at the same time, I'm going to say this. When you sign up for that scholarship, you have to understand there's going to be criticism, okay? And unfortunately, you're going to have the – I'm not talking about the psychos out there that just, you know, ripping every kid yeah. and ripping every co- – get out of here. There, you've got some other things going on in your life, and you're that upset over a football game. There's some other things going on in your life. I mean the honest, healthy criticism uh, that deals with collegiate sports, the big-time sports. That is welcomed, and I think it should be welcomed uh, because, again, a, a fan base that is as rabid as ours and is as uh, passionate as ours, it comes with the territory, man. It comes with it. Well, when you, when you talk about things that Trev Alberts has to take into consideration now, it's putting butts in seats. Yep. It's a business. Right? And, and, and it's a business. And, and so, the, yes, he has to worry about the on-the-field performance, but he also has to worry about the off-the-field stuff. Um, how much fan engagement is there on Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, think, back, think back to the end of last season, guys. The conversation always has been for the last couple of years, how can you improve Memorial Stadium? Why do you need to improve Memorial Stadium? Well, it's because you need to give fans a reason to come. Right. Because your football program isn't giving your fans enough reason to come. So that that's that's things that Trev Alberts has to widening seats, right? It's about mm. fan experience. You, you do things like that. The beer conversation, you 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 uh, table discussions like that so that fans come to games because it's more enjoyable to come to the game, even if Nebraska is going to lose, than to sit on your couch and watch them from your home. Right. Right. That, that's what that's those are things that Trev Alberts has to uh, take into consideration now. He does. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it's he he's got a lot to think about. He's got a lot to think about. And will it take? I I don't know, guys. Like, if, if Nebraska loses to one of these next two, one of these next two opponents, North Dakota or Georgia Southern, how how can you wait till October second? Seven and a half million. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was. I think it was easy to chalk that up last year. But as we've as we've gone on, and, and especially how they looked on Saturday, and, and and in the fashion that they lost, I just think it's. I think there's 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 less worry about the seven and a half million. What's up, Rico? Can I talk about how terrified I am for some of the more traditional running teams later on oh, in the man. season? Um, yeah. Because uh, I'm sure you guys saw this stat going around on Twitter after Northwestern took the lead. The last 11 and a half minutes or so of the game, they did not attempt a single pass. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm sure you saw many of the pictures where you could drive, you know, whoever's whoever's, you know, big old black truck out there. Drive that right through the (laughs) hole. Wouldn't be a problem. Wouldn't it wouldn't even touch anybody. You know, Enrico, what that does to you after a while, man, it becomes demoralizing. That's and what it, you guys used to do. Yeah, we exactly. That's what Vershawn would, would and Jay would talk about, yeah. like going up against the offensive, going against the pipeline, going against the offensive yeah. line for Nebraska. Like they would just wear you down, and then they would create massive holes where your running backs and your quarterbacks would just run through untouched, unscathed right. until they got to the secondary, which is exactly what was going on. And if you're asking a Marquise Buford or a Quentin Newsom or a Tommy Hill to tackle those big running backs who haven't been touched, who have a full head of steam coming right at you, that's a tall task. And I understand their Division One football 
football players and they're they're the last line of defense and they have to be used to that kind of contact. But again, that's a tall task to ask somebody who, you know, maybe is is not coming down full speed because they're worried about a play action pass and like I just said, you know, eleven and a half minutes they didn't attempt to pass, but you right. never know because if you get caught out of position once, guess what? They take an even bigger lead. Right. So they they still have to play for that and if your defensive line isn't touching anybody, if your linebackers aren't touching anybody until they get to the secondary and the safeties have to slow them down and you tackle them from behind, you've got a much bigger problem. Well, Enrico, I think our inability to get off tack- to get off blocks, our defensive linemen, because our inab- that, hence why our secondary was having to make those tackles so often because the inability of our defensive line to get off blocks at times. Man. There were multiple times where your edge rushers, whoever it was, were getting taken from the left or right tackle to the center Mm -hmm. and when that happens it ruins the gap control for the linebackers they can't shoot through there was a play where Reimer hit the correct gap but one of your edge rushers was shoved so far over that they were in the gap right so Reimer couldn't get through and then Nick Henrich was playing you know two different gaps he got caught out of position and and an offensive lineman got to him and and you know running back got hit by the safety 10 yards down the field <laughs> i i just you know i let's let's break it down like kind of this on on both sides but from from a, we talked about the defense we'll keep talking about them for a little bit who stuck out to you to you guys raf nick rico who stuck out to you guys as far as someone that you've seen play uh, play played a pretty, pretty good game on the defense side of the ball if, if there's someone that jumps out at you Mm. I'd pro I'd probably go with Tommy Hill probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a couple hard hits. Like mm-hmm. you could see, there's there's aggression there from from Tommy Hill. Yep. Um, and he's and he had that he had a pass breakup. I remember that was pretty impressive where he went up and yeah. broke it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, man. From, I mean, Miles Farmer was coming down and getting hits in the backfield was, a couple times. Miles Farmer. Miles Farmer. Number eight. Yep. yep. Changes number. What, what yep. about what about he didn't play a ton, but Isaac Gifford. Yes, we you saw know, we saw a yeah. lot more Chris Kalarvik than we he did had, Isaac Gifford. Chris Kalarvik also popped, but there were some instances where yeah, not great. Yeah, I, I, w- I would be hesitant on Chris Kalarvik. Right. Now, now don't forget Chris Kalarvik. They tried to make him into a nickel kind of guy. Mm-hmm. They he was that linebacker, full linebacker, mm-hmm. similar to a Nick Henrich body type. And they tried to make him into he's, he's a lost, nickel. He's lost some weight, and they've got to play and, in the nickel. Like I mean, there were some instances where he made good plays, but yeah. there were some I, instances. There was a I, couple I, I times where about he just a lot missed. of coverage breakdowns. Yeah. So and and I, and I can't even get on him for the missed tackles because everybody on the defense was missing tackles. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't just one person. I mean, it was there was one time too to where um, it just seemed like I mean it just seemed like. We were just out of position so many times, man. The gap control was non-existent. The gap control was just not good. The, def- not good. the defensive linemen were getting stood straight up and shoved wherever the offense wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, the linebackers can't fill the holes. They can't fill. They can't you know get up and meet the running back in the hole. The cutback lanes are wide open. It was not fun. We'd like to hear from you. Either I'm going to call or text. Give us a call on the Honda Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. Or send us a text on the Starter Hammond text line at 424-564-5685. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be back on The Drive with AD and Raph on 93.7 a ticket.
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.